Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. now. Oh, God, we only had 200 intro gags. And welcome to another woefully unprepared episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, the country with hot link in bio. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. Ooh. Yeah, it's exciting. You're gonna you know, you lost me with the complete uh, the complete lack of effort on the opener, but well, I'm, I'm interested okay. in hot link. Yeah, well, all you got to do is click. I mean, I'm hungry enough. Like, I can go for some hot links right now. <laughs> Sam, I think you're going to be disappointed. Oh. <laughs> Listen, we had San Remo this last weekend. We should be we should be replete with hot links. Honestly, you'd think just a bunch of but... pretty people just writhing around on a stage. <laughs> Speaking of writhing around on a stage, Sam hit him with the socials. Ooh. Hey, well, you can find us on our socials, our our various standard social media outlets. Uh, you know, you know where to find us. Basically, just one two points USA. Pick your pick your outlet. Chances are you'll find us. Uh, or you could just email us directly at twelve points from America at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to check out our merchandise over. On our Redbubble page, you can do that, or you could support us by a monthly donation via our Patreon page. And whether you support us financially or not, we love you, we appreciate you, we are thankful for you all. Either way, but those Patreon supporters do get exclusive content, early access to episodes, and just another way to get in touch with us. Um, you might be listening to us right now via our friends over at Switch Radio Europe calling. If you are, that's fantastic. If not, Hi. check them out. They've got some fantastic content all throughout the week. That's uh, linktr.ee/switchradiouk. Whoa. Uh, we had a fantastic mailbag episode last week to celebrate our 200th episode. Yeah, I'm still I'm still reeling from that. Yeah, uh, we did have a, a couple of fun questions come to us from another another one of our listeners, uh, Derek Bean, uh, who came in unfortunately after we recorded the episode. But some of these questions are just too good to to not do. Um, let's just do a quick quick go around just as a warm up. What is yeah. or would be your go to Eurovision karaoke song? I mean, granted, like at your your preferred state of inebriation might be necessary i have done calm after the storm as a duet with with a, a lovely german journalist um but that's been a long time ago yeah honestly that was going to be my answer was yeah. calm after. yeah especially if I, I can if i got someone who knows the uh ilsa's part that's it lock it in you dinguses that's not even the best duet of course you oh, do what, oh, please by to yesterday yeah oh yeah i would do that wow, that's I, sick the thing is, though, I don't have that good of a range. I would have to sing Stig's part. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I feel like or, if I were, I'd, I'd, I'd just say, like, I would just do Chinggis Khan. I'll just, I'll just do that in full costume. Hopefully, as one I mean, of them. He's got I the costume already. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> what about you, Derek? Uh, I've done Hard Rock Hallelujah on karaoke. You have? Ooh. Wow. I'll stick with that one. <laughs> okay, good. I feel like if I was inebriated enough and just felt like going for it. Shoom. Just go. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we can't Can you hit Shoom. that note? <laughs> can't pick Shoom as the answer to everything. No, I was going to say, like, screw it. Just like Universo. Uh, and oh, wow. And, oh, just, and just die on that, that one thing. Or if I want it to be bad for the whole three minutes, Spaceman. <laughs> you see, that would just be like instantly putting my voice box into a paper shredder like that would just that would mm -hmm. just not end well um if i had access to the costumes it would probably be inga and anush john john just because i want to romp around in that like blue velvet number that they had but only if the costumes came with it okay all right uh another question from derek uh derek bean i should say not our derek but another derek, Thanks, derek. 
Yeah. Thanks, Elder Derek. Um, Danny, your eyes kind of lit up when you saw this question. So what should the next instructional song with poor instructions be? Uh, examples given like Cake to Bake or That's How You Write a Song. Uh, yes. Uh, this is a late submission from Estonia next year. It is called How Baby is Made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm in. Uh, 12 points. Uh, it's 2 minutes, 10 seconds. So they have they have all the luxurious time in the world. Um, 2 minutes, 10 seconds, huh? huh. I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all it usually takes. Yeah, yeah. That's typical. <laughs> Terrible. Can you imagine if if Malma had a interval act about like assembling a crunk from Ikea or something? <laughs> Billy Bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. It's all I need are a couple of Allen wrenches and I can put together my flame crunk. <laughs> Who doesn't love making a good crunk? Uh, there was another question slash actually this one's actually more of a factual one that I could help answer Uh, could a song be sung in something like Klingon or Elvish and you know at first I was going to say well yeah sure and it it could any song could be sung in any language we've had many songs sung in imaginary languages in the past but part of me is thinking with something like Klingon is there are there rights or or copyrights involved with with Klingon or is that open enough because I mean you can do Klingon on Duolingo I said this this as somebody who who regularly has friends who are in it's an honorable life i yes i also version of it's a wonderful life i was gonna say if they don't have to pay out royalties to desilu or to cbs then i think they should i think klingon's fine klingon's Mm -hmm. out there yep yeah uh yeah if you're ever in minnesota in december it's an honorable life is a very fun show uh it's very weird but (laughs) it's it's fun it's done entire it's entirely in klingon is it as good as when they do the die hard the musical over Bright Lake Bowl. I haven't seen that, so I don't oh, know. I see. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh, and I, I was gonna yeah. say, as far as as far as like Elvish goes, uh, we almost had Go Tobin, which is in Irish, which is basically Elf language. So yes, I think that would be fine. <laughs> and I was gonna say Enya's already won an Oscar, and she was basically an elf. So you know, Fair go enough. for it. In a movie about elves. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, you can send as long as you write the song, send it in any language. Klingon, Elvish, High Valyrian, you know, make it so. Dothraki. Low Valyrian, you (laughs) cake eaters. Uh, Another one that Derek submitted, uh, not really a question, but more of a suggestion. Uh, All of the cat talk that we've been having here on our podcast with Eric's new edition. Hello, Jello. Shout out to Jello. Friend of the Uh, show. But it it got Derek Bean thinking. Uh, Similar to how there's the Puppy Bowl for the Super Bowl. Uh, And for those of you who aren't familiar, the the Puppy Bowl is basically a a alternate program that runs at the same time as the Super Bowl, which as time of recording was yesterday here in the US, uh, where it's basically just a bunch of shelter puppies romping around for a couple hours and being adorable. It's <laughs> great. Uh, but Derek is suggesting that there should be an interval act each year per vision. Yes. They have cats dressed as some of the acts just messing around, being cute on a mini stage. I I love it. I mean, just imagine a whole bunch of kittens trying to bat at Duncan Lawrence's orb. (laughs) It's a line of of cats like the cha-cha-cha human centipede. We did our prop show. What would be the most cat like stimulating prop in recent Ooh. Eurovision history. What have we got here? Duncan's Orb's a good one. Did we have anyone with a bunch of twittering birds? <laughs> I mean, Sing Little Birdie, like the little, the little finger puppet at Sing Little Birdie would probably do that. Sure. That's uh, oh, recent oh, oh, oh. I'm sure uh, the cats Ching- would have a bunch of... What do you got? What do you got? Ching- okay. Chingiz, Truth, the lasers. The lasers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Just constantly attacking his entire body. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was gonna say along the same lines. Remember that flouncy dress that uh, that Wurz was wearing, singing Yamame. Mm. I bet the cats uh, would love that. Yes. Think there's anything that resembled a scratching post. Oh, uh, the giant yeah, hamster wheel. Jacks. They probably have fun with the giant the giant wheel. Yeah, that's good. That's a yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. And it would just like the background music would just be. And we'll talk about the Latvian national final in a moment. Mm-hmm. But third place, the Latvian national final, Supernova this year was the cat song, the kitty catty kitty cat. I want to play with you, which is now running rent-free, uninterrupted, stuck in my head for the past like week and a half. So um, <laughs> help is basically what I'm saying. Help. Yeah. I. Uh, oh. Do we talk I'm about Supernova then? Do we just win? get right into it then? Okay. Let's do it. Let's let's Should talk do. about the superest of Novas that we've had in the last 11 months or so. Yeah. So Supernova. I mean... It- yeah, it was a, a surprise to basically nobody. Yeah, no. Uh, the, you know, the well-expected, frankly, long-awaited winner of Supernova and finally representing Latvia at Eurovision. Uh, it's Dons with the song Hollow. Uh, those of you who know Dons, he had tried two previous times at the Latvia National Final. He came in second place uh, back in 2010, I want to say, and then came in second place again back in 2014, just missing out on the ticket to Copenhagen by, I believe it was 94 televisions votes just losing out to cake to bake god yeah and he finally remember to vote everyone yeah (laughs) i i uh i'm really happy for for don's getting through here i will also note that by my count this is the fifth act who was in uh supernova 2014 to have uh, to have at some point performed at eurovision which is a pretty big number uh you've got arzamdeki arzamdeki who won that year obviously right but then you also had aminata Mm-hmm. You also had Samantha Tina. Mm-hmm. You also had oh, Dawn's right. now. And uh, the guy singing uh, Revelation, Ralph's Islands, yeah, Ralph's Islands yeah. was the year before uh, on, with his with his group that, yeah. that he had been in. P.E.R. Uh, yeah, Per. Yeah. And and so, yeah, that's five Eurovision acts in that uh, in that one national final. We did a show about that final uh, a couple years ago because of the number of acts in it. And it was a it was an unusually politically charged show because. Mm-hmm. The, because of the timing around the the annexation of Crimea, oh, we were so young, and huh. uh, and so yeah, I, I don't remember exactly when that was, but it was a couple years ago. Uh, I think Ben Robertson came on the show to talk about it because he was there. Yeah, that's right. And and talked about sort of what the vibe was like because it was such a weird one. But uh, that that one also had Marcus Riva, who has tried a billion times and has not made it. So he's probably the most likely. Wait, to be he's this. never made it. Nope. He's never made it. And I see him do... constantly in a bunch of Eurovision like media and material. Yeah. Like he's people love him. He's... It's just because he's an also ran and also one of the super hunks. He's he's yeah, basically. A... He's he's Eurovision's bridesmaid, basically. Nice. But I think if, if there were to be a sixth contestant from the from this 2014 contest to make it to Eurovision, it's probably him. I don't foresee him giving up until until he gets it. So so uh yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's my fun fact. How do we feel about uh about this song? Don't I don't remember what it's called. Hollow. Uh it's hollow. Uh qu- like quick one word. Quick one word. Oh, um, let's do it. Yeah. Um I have so much more than one word. That's the problem <laughs> with this song. Okay, one um, sentence. And it's only be- it's only because there's there's it's like it's a complete thought. There's no way to wrap up the idea of like after Latvia's submissions from the past few years, I was really expecting something super off the beaten track and lovable like Sudden Lights, but instead we just have something that is kind of sort of postured for Eurovision. Hmm. I got one word for this. What is it? Go for it. Non-qualifier. Oh, oh what a shame. Oh. 
I wouldn't go I'm, so far as to say that. I'm kind I think of... Latvia already struggles enough. I don't know if this song is. It's it's one of those uh, what is it like high art gravitas kind of entries. Yeah, and if it's televote yeah. only, I don't. This is kind of a jury bait song, and I, I think, think so. It's well, I mean, if they enough. if they put a toupee on him, I think he could pass for David Byrne, and that could fool a couple of people. Ooh, giant suit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> put him in what a, a giant suit on that guy? That's Professor Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> He's burning down the house. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, at this point, the uh, we only have two ballads in the semifinal so far. Yeah, uh, he, he is in semi two. Yes. So uh, there there is something to be said about that. He'll be in the second half of semi two. So hopefully decently far away from from the other ballad, which is Albania. Again, we don't know what most of these other songs are going to be yet. But you know, it I could see this pulling an Alika. I think it's really, really well performed. He's very well sung. Um, I think there's if there's one thing that's apparent in the uh, footage from his his winning performance, it's that he might not have perfect vocals, but it more than gets the job done. You sort of have a sense for the the real performance that he's giving in the in the footage from the national final. Yeah. I really like that. The I'm going to agree. The Supernova was actually quite good for the most part. I think the staging for his song was kind of eh. And I think they really need to work uh, on it. A little claustrophobic, a little tight. A little yeah, tight, but, yeah. But I think it looked good generally. Yeah, I think they'll be able to to bump that up. and and Solid three inches of theater fog all over him. I don't want to see his shoes. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of inclined to agree with Derek but again it's semi two like who knows it's it's gonna be like right before Gota or used Klein or something and like <laughs> or, uh, is this, no. the, is this the, the Belgian semi-final we don't yes. have Belgium yep. song yet do we're we yeah. actually we, we are just getting know it that it's week. Mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah Estonia is gonna be near there as well and their mm-hmm. song is I think it's gonna be one of two things and neither of them are the least bit like this song so right. that I'm that one's like going to be pretty either either heavy or like upbeat and weird. Uh, and well, San Marino, but who knows? Whatever. You know, uh, I think, <laughs> you know, I, I think there is a place in this contest for a really solidly sung ballad. And I think that, you know, any any fans of somebody like Hozier might might be drawn to this. I'm not counting this out yet. I feel like if a song like Hope, uh, Bob Hope, Bob Hope, Bob (laughs) Hope from 2022 can reach the final, Mm -hmm. which I found pretty underwhelming, I think this could. But my first reaction, I think, is the same as Derek's. I'm just kind of... It needs a big glow up as of yet. But who knows? It might get lucky. That semi might be (laughs) pretty weak. Who knows? Could be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Just to to put it bluntly. Um, Okay, yeah, yeah, before we get to San Remo, we have another national final to cover. And God, we we could spend 40 minutes on, could spend 40 minutes on what's happening over here in Finland. Um, UMK Uh, wrapped up and the winner is, uh, the winner is not who the jury wanted, which... Which is obvious, I think, to everyone. One by everyone's favorite, uh, uh, I don't know, either either they're wearing too much jeans or clearly not enough jeans, Windows 95 man. I thought you no were going to say everyone's favorite pre-millennial operating system. <laughs> well, honestly, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my God, emerging from a enormous paper mache egg, uh, only to reveal to everyone that you're wearing a crop top and uh, granny panties, uh, and then your buddy panties that they buddy yeah <laughs> that they blocked like um, Austin Powers to give you the impression yeah. that he was basically Donald ducking it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think it's impressive that this song was um, really scoffed at by the jury. And I, I think that's what it was designed to do. But I am I am extremely impressed that the televote was able to more than make up for how much they hated it and and give it the win. Is, is this is uh, this is our meme entry of the year? Oh, I absolute. swear. This is Absolutely. our this is nothing is gonna top this. Nothing is gonna top this. I I mean I know Derek, I know you've seen this. I don't know uh Eric and Danny. This song basically feels like the three minute musical distillation of Kung Fury. Oh, I'm familiar with Kung Fury. Okay. Oh, yes. yes. I okay. Well, I feel like there's a big difference in that Kung Fury is fun and good. And it's this really, is, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? I, here's I'm, here's I'm, my here's my one word re- first impression review. Yes. Is it Triceracop? <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I will repeat that. Uh, How do you spell that? I don't. It's, it's U-U-G-H <laughs> with a couple of E's and H's thrown in there. Uh, uh, I'll do not quite one word, but I'll just say, we get it. Uh, we get it. We get it. You were voted... Did you notice that the... That, you like, were voted the, next Dane Cook in high school, the, and so the, then you yeah, just had to go with it. The the big paper mache egg is, like, covered in denim. Yes. That it's, yeah. like, denim patches. Yep. Oh, yeah. God. Derek, I want, no I want to know your one word on this. I really, really do. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with petty. <laughs> Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty? No, not Tom Petty. <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel like this was very deliberately chosen because of what happened last year. They want oh. they're they're kind of thumbing their nose at the contest a little bit. The televote has decided to send this to Stockholm. Yeah, they Malmo. Oh sorry, to, to Malmo. Yeah. Watch me start <clears> a civil war. And it, it's it's interesting that it it decidedly won the televote and lost the jury and still went compared to the song that won the jury and came second in the televote and yet didn't win. I mean, it was just that overwhelming. It wasn't that many votes, though. No, it, it wasn't. It's just somehow the, the jury percentage and the televote percentage, it, just the weighting is such that, you know, the televote's going to have it. There are so many televote points in this. Like, they they gave the jury, and I remember thinking, I, I even tweeted this out. I was like, you can basically just ignore this jury result. It's not going to matter. And they did, yes. Like, whoever wins the, like, whoever wins the televote wins. And, and that happened to be... And they did the thing where, like, the last in the jury gets their points first. So it's like, all right, you only have 28 points, Windows 95 pants, that... that uh, <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna do you first. You got eight billion points, and then the rest was like was was uh, and 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 Sarah Sipola Paskina, an amazing song, yeah. amazing song, really good performance. Not not vocally perfect, but gosh, that was such good staging. That Great that staging. that had top five at Eurovision written all over it. It had a small orb and, too. It had and an it orb. Had, it had an orb. And and even so, Finland's public was like, "No, we're doing no, the no, pants no. We're gonna, guy. We're gonna send the boys uh, in the jeans." Yeah, my yeah. God. Uh, he had thirty two thirty two point three five percent of the televote. Sarah had twenty three point zero four percent. So so a, a good showing, all all told. She the the final score in terms of the top two was three hundred thirteen uh, for Windows ninety five pants uh, to uh, two seventy three forty point. 40 point victory that is as close as this contest has been in the last several years i feel like cardio won by like like 500 points something crazy like I, that, I, yeah. I think uh the rasmus won by by a similar amount so this was when i saw he had 313 points i thought that might not be enough but it's probably enough mm-hmm. perhaps it shouldn't uh, have been 
but I, <laughs> I I have rewatched this a couple of times. Do you have? <laughs> it comes up it, it, with like the other, you know. I, I rewatched to, to prepare for this show because yeah, I'm a professional, okay. you see. Uh, and and That's... God, the fact that it uses the lyric "wind beneath my wings." <laughs> at one point oh, it's God. just it's just so ridiculous and like i definitely have had moments where like they'll do something ridiculous and i i have this brief moment that's like oh crap do i actually like this <laughs> and i i i don't know i don't think i do wait for the preview shows i'll have a verdict then but i i i really loved Paskana. i was really really high on dancing with demons by cyan kicks mm. that and that didn't really come together either uh they're great they're they've had two really good entries now that didn't make it and yep. we'll see that we'll see them again too i but. mean honestly umk in general musically it's mm. it's been so stacked the last couple of years it it has become one of the like premiere shows. Yeah, for like, sure. I know. Yeah, I know many people, in, including our, our our dear friend Ben over at the Euro What, who have mm -hmm. made the pilgrimage. Like people have, yeah, are now going to yeah. UMK the way that they have gone to to Melfest in the past. Yeah, for for Ben's part, and I I don't want to speak for him, but I believe this is the case that he went to UMK instead of going to Malma. Yes, <laughs> he wasn't going to do both, and he chose right. UMK. Uh, and and so yeah. I mean. That, I, like, rolled out the red carpet or, or green carpet or whatever color carpet they wanted to do for this and it, said it was incredible. It, it's funny to me the number of people that did that and then uh, Windows 95 man won. I don't know. There's something funny about that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I always appreciate when there is a bit of an upset at these things and you could really tell he really was not expecting to win. Oh yeah. But like he was he, he has been taking the piss out of this from the very beginning and now he has to do it for three more months. He's going to get so sick <laughs> Of the song. Uh, the jokes on him. That's oh god. And, all right. What what else did what really really quick on this? Just yes. Yes. Do we think this could qualify? Like let's let's say it comes together, similar, fun, stupid staging. Do you think people are going to vote for this? Okay, so it's televote only, uh, like we mentioned. Yeah. Uh -huh. It mm -hmm. is first semi final. Uh, semi Germany, Sweden, the UK are in this. Are voting in the semi. Uh, the UK jury gave this its lone yeah, set of 12, 12 yeah. points um i would not count this out it's a it's a really strong semi i mean it's hard to say that we only <sighs> have a handful of songs so far i mean the songs well, are already it's but it's got ukraine it's got croatia songs gonna be good it's gonna have australia it's gonna have i'm just not I sure that this know. song I don't know. at the end of the day is um has a warmth about it i feel like its general sentiment is very uh petty yeah <laughs> wonder if at the it's, end of the day sending a, it to the sending it to the contest like, just ends up being just a double deuce without even being that playful i mean it, it's it's like com well let's compare it to cha-cha-cha because yeah. that, that makes it's, a ton of sense cha-cha-cha actually had meaning to it. It, it it had a it had a narrative it had a story mm -hmm. this has nothing it's, yeah it's, 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 it's better, as empty it, as it, that stupid egg a, a better comparison would be subwoofer i think oh but that was great and I'm not saying it's, I mean, just like I, thematically, yeah, okay, it, it's mean, a gimmick. Like that's all this, it is. Yeah, this is, yeah. this is irony. This is, this is parody. It's so ridiculous that it becomes parody. But I feel I'm, like I'm gonna have with, to, with Finland ooh. sending like this sort of quote unquote weird stuff, I feel like it's kind of law of diminishing returns. Not to say that I'm not entertained watching this, but there's a, a little aspect. Of, and this is a word that I learned the first time that I was in Malmö, the word which means the feeling that you want to watch something, but you kind of want to watch it from behind a pillar just because of the sheer awkwardness of it it means like pillow shame 
Ah, this song is absolute pillow shame for it's, it's sure. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to do a deep, like, just internal study of myself and figure out why I immediately loved "Give That Wolf a Banana" and I don't feel that way about this at all. Because you know what? It's, it's the short shorts, isn't it? I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> but like, Derek, you're right. Like, the, the, these are cut from a similar cloth for sure. I, I think yeah, they, they don't want to make a statement. There's no narrative. It's just an excuse to be goofy. And, you know, we, we, we see that every now and again with varying degrees of success. This, I don't think is as strong as Stubwolfer, but if you're tuning into the show and it's, and it's making you laugh and it stands out, it could slide through ninth or 10th pretty easily. That's about where I, yeah, somewhere between ninth and 12th. I think it, it it will certainly have his its fans for yeah, sure. Absolutely. And I mean, honestly, I, I feel like like just Finland's on a positive wave, too. I think people I think there are folks that will throw Finland some points yeah, because it's Finland and they like Finland. Finland. They're uh, really testing that, aren't they? <laughs> well, yes. yes <laughs> yeah, no. <they> yeah. <laughs> I guess I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's that. What's going to happen with this is a is a really good question uh, that I'm excited to find the answer to. <sighs> All right, now we need to talk thing. about San Remo for twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's only like that's only like Day one third of how long it lasts. I I want to I want to shine a light on something that was mentioned in our last episode that I had kind of forgotten about until our dear friend Ross uh, Piff Path blog kind of shown out to me. He says, I got to the moment in the last episode or uh, yeah, where, where we were watching the live Ukraine updates. And then Eric said something to the effect of, oh, uh, the, the eventual winning song. So Aliona and Jerry got 60% of the public vote. And he says, can you imagine an act getting 60% of the televote and not winning? Fast forward one week. <laughs> oh, no. And this is where we are. By with which San I Raymo. mean, yeah. So how how, 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 how the turns table. <laughs> so, yeah. My bad, everyone. No, no, it's not bad. It's hilarious, if anything. Um, yeah, no, I feel like people are pretty happy with this having turned out the way it did. Uh, yeah. Uh, as 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 people get attached to certain songs and artists, and then there's that threat almost of of having that like taken away, you know. And that's basically what happened at the end of the of the covers night at San Remo. Uh, it really seemed like a, uh, there was suddenly a new favorite that no one was really expecting, and not that it, not that people disliked. Uh, some people did, but 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 not like it was like universally hated, like it was a fine song, but people just really didn't want it to win, like desperately didn't want it to win. Uh, and Sam, unless, I, you unless can... you were from Naples, in which case you desperately wanted it to win. I mean, yes, we're talking. Yeah. I'm saying this about a song that crushed the televote. Like, yeah, uh, nobody wanted this the mob. The mob is behind this win. No, no. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Maybe no. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> speculate. His daughter's wedding. He couldn't resist. <laughs> so, so you know, out of nowhere, Giolier's "Ipetme Tupete," which was cool because it was actually in the Neapolitan language, the Neapolitan dialect mm -hmm. of Italian, which is linguistically cool. But it just came out of nowhere and it trounced like any any opportunity that it had to have a public vote, it owned and. There was this moment at the very end where we're like, this could go absolutely anywhere. And it turns out that despite getting in the five-part superfinal, 60% of the televote score, it came in fourth with the press jury ranking and fifth with the ju radio jury ranking. Based. And yet La Noia, <laughs> our eventual winner, Angelina Mango, uh, who came in first with the press rank, 
first with the radio jury and second place with the televote with 16.1%, which obviously pales in comparison to 60%, but second place overall with that, uh, taking the overall win. So all those times that we've talked about juries being the bane of our existence, you know, nobody, there is no perfect system here. That's, that's what the lesson no, is. No, <laughs> 44% difference. Yeah, but they knew that public televoting was going to be one third of the weight or 34% of the weight, technically. Yep. Yep. I was uh, I was pulling for Annalisa, if I'm being honest, but I, As was I, I. As was I. I, I thought that one was so good. Uh, she was she's great. She has one of my favorite national final songs of all time as well, uh, Il Mondo Prima Dite, from mm-hmm. whatever year I that was. I have to say, I might have been one of the only ones who was like really, um, really pumped up by Joliet. Like, oh, it was, uh, that that kind of worked it for me, as well as Mahmoud's entry. But, oh, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't need Mahmoud to come to the contest a third time. You know, he's <laughs> he's already won it in my heart. It should be noted that one of the songwriters of Lenoya. Mm-hmm. Is none other than Dardust, who helped Sorry, write who? Soli. Dardust, who okay. helped to write oh, okay. Soli. Diggy uh, Dardust. Which... I was going to say Diggy Dardust and the Dividers from Demars. Yeah. <laughs> Diders from Dars. <laughs> uh, which also means that Dardust now has two songs at Eurovision this year. He's also on the songwriting team for the Luxembourg entry for Tali. Oh. So fine by me. You know, the more Dardust, the better. I like his stuff, but. It was a really kind of interesting mathematical end to a really incredible week of music. I think that when we saw the list of artists who were going to be taking part at this year's Sanremo, we knew it was going to be stacked. Mm -hmm. So when we actually get the songs, because Sanremo is one of those contests where you don't hear the songs until they are revealed in the actual shows. Did you feel that the quality of the songs lived up to the hype? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially at the top end, there's there's just so... Okay, listen, I'm going to say something that, that is going to be slightly controversial, but you know it's true. San oh, Remo is too long. Yes, it is. Can you believe that the final itself is 30 songs long and that they've yes. already done five days before that? Yes, because this is more than just a national selection show. I think you have to forget about this being a national final and it's being its own telethon, its own... It's a beast unto itself. It got like... In terms of the ratings, yeah, the overall share percentage was 74.1%. Yeah. 14.3 million viewers. And that climbed even higher in that last block as they were announcing winners mm-hmm. o- up to almost 80%. Does, can I ask this? Does any other, um, uh, I know San Remo is its own thing, but it is essentially a national selection contest. Is there any other national final that does full orchestra like San Remo still does? Um, Albania does. Albania does? Okay. Albania does. Those, <laughs> it would be a friend of Italy, wouldn't it? Borrow so much from it. It's just so strange to watch this. Uh, so I, I'm only familiar with it through the, the, the daily recaps that there were and the the, the final rundown of, you know, narrowed it down to a minuscule 30. But <laughs> like uh, yeah, seeing the seeing the orchestra sort of be there whenever the whenever a, you know, sample track isn't needed. But the uh, seeing that with this just absolutely incredible stage, it, it really makes me it, it makes me see what people say when a bunch of people say that San Remo is better than Eurovision, the big contest. It's like, man, that everything gets put in here. It is a huge marathon. And you can see all of the money that gets put into it and does well. Like yeah. that that staging, that stage, uh, like with the, the light border and just like the size of the playing space, it seemed to 
it seems like it flattered just about every act that was on it. It didn't seem like anyone was too dwarfed, and it seemed like uh, any variety of stagings could take advantage of it. It was, you know, there, there wasn't a big, black, unfunctioning ball at the back of the stage, for instance. <laughs> Ooh, burn. His I mean, name is Zlatan. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> of course he showed up. Yeah, Oh, that was, that was great. I, I want to give a particular shout-out to Covers Night, which yeah. I think was one of the most spectacular... Just, just because Eiffel it, 65 showed up. It have to. Well, I, that was like six <laughs> hours in too. No, I mean, I, I, towards the start we had uh, Annalisa and uh, doing Sweet Dreams are made of this with uh, La Representante di Dista, which mm-hmm. was jaw dropping. Yes, that was exceptional. Absolutely unreal. We had Skin from Skunkanansi do Hallelujah, and it turned out yes, it was the Leonard Cohen Hallelujah, and holy crap. It was amazing. Mm. There were so many of these. There were, there were. I'm going to speak in general terms, uh, not for the purposes of being funny, but because I don't remember all of these names. But there was a young rapper singing with like an old guy, and and don't and be mean could... to Francesco. Oh, 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 you mean? Oh, you mean? Uh, <laughs> are you talking about the one with um, Alpha? Uh, with yes, Roberto yes, Vecchioni. Okay, yeah. So Vecchioni was the winner of the 2011 um, San Remo. Camiancore okay. Amore, which was like the first San Remo that I watched, and it was a really beautiful song. So to see him and Alpha riffing off of each other. Yeah, like it was, there it was are these wonderful. things that like, even when I don't really know what's going on, you can still kind of tell that that these things are really special and that they're working despite like these crazy age gaps and genre gap. Yeah, and, like you had Fiorella Manoia like with Gabani, which worked out beautifully together. That was that was really, really good too. My goodness. Yeah. That yeah, Covers Night in particular was so great. And it made me it made me wish ever so briefly that we had at least one other country that like has this rich musical history and could put on a big enough thing to have a covers night be a part of it. And obviously I think the the uh, the the first choice would be the United United Kingdom. I would kill can, for that. Can, but they, can I, you they imagine? Have, it would be incredible. It would take. It would be, I, I think it would take another decade at least for the UK to continue creating a Eurovision that draws in the right. massive talent. And like, and, and that's the thing is like the reason San Remo works and can get away with being as ridiculous as it is 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 that there are decades and decades and decades of of building mm-hmm. building it to what it is now to where you can have uh, let's let's go ahead and say John Travolta show up. <laughs> Uh, do, and do we have to talk about Travolta? Do we? I think we have to talk about. Absolutely, have to talk about. We're, about we're having Travolta. such a lovely time. Do we have to bring up the question? <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Okay. He's already trying to strike and this whole thing out of out of existence. Ah. We're doing a disservice by not talking about it. We got to talk about it. Fair. Travolta. Okay, yeah. So, in you, what in, in what capacity what he did he show into? up? Like, like what was it? What was he, he doing there? Up. I mean, they they invited him. I guess it was just you know sometimes they have stars showing up whether it's mm-hmm. you know you know russell crowe was there the next night <laughs> sure but it's like man, this guy gets invited to the oscars and he's still an absolute weirdo did the italians not see adele dazim did the italians are, are they unfamiliar like what's he doing over they, there his last name is care. travolta is that why they invited him <laughs> oh, no, i know i think i think they just sent something to his management who said yes for some reason and he showed up like i don't know that there was a big plan <laughs> like was was travolta gonna tie the room together no do we just see if we can get him to show <laughs> up yes and he did and that's what that's what happens with this thing but there was like the, some the black eyed of... peas showed up once at like yeah. the height of their powers i weird. remember a couple of years ago they had will smith show up and then the host who was not amadeus he was the host before him um trying to explain to will smith the concept of prison colon nc9 chusel and asking him what does this song actually mean 
And just the look of befuddlement on Smith's face was absolutely wonderful. Again, this is on YouTube. Look it up. Um, I think another issue with the whole John Travolta thing is not just because he was, you know, lost and uncomfortable, but supposedly he was trying to somehow covertly advertise the shoe brand he was wearing, which what? <laughs> which was, you know, a, a Scientology a, a, ploy. What's going on with this? I guy? don't know. But somehow a, some a consumer association ended up filing a complaint against Rai for like covert advertising so who knows amazing but this is this has just gotten like like you said streisand affected can you imagine if he'd walked on and amadeus was just like where's shelly miscavige oh. <laughs> the whole crowd no, chanting it Shelley. that was good because no one is no one you think anyone has the balls to equal Jerron Carmichael I don't think anyone could anyone oh, John would. Oliver John Oliver's been doing it a bunch but he didn't <laughs> he does he didn't do it in a room full of Scientologists like Gerard did. yeah I think Scientology has a, a lot of pull out there in San Remo I I don't know that's one of those questions that I think is probably better left unanswered <laughs> at least by me Church of Scientology tweet us Eric is on Eric is on it no no hard pass hard pass that's just a question just wondering just wondering where shelly is anyway uh san ramo was uh was was great it was it was great i don't have we even mentioned that diodato was there he was any or that or that he's close to finishing yeah il volo right there at the beginning singing a song Mm -hmm. that sounds very il volo you know some some acts don't have to send anything that sounds like it was made within the last three years uh and neither (laughs) of them did so uh i don't know that's 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 where we went mahmoud just narrowly narrowly getting getting shut out of the top five like that's a heartbreaker that is a heartbreaker because supposedly like so irama had fifth place with the provisional ranking and sixth place with the televote going into the final Mahmoud had sixth place with the provisional ranking, fifth place with the televote. Somehow, Irama ended up on top and making yeah. it into that final there. I mean, <sighs> I did appreciate, I mean, I, I think it needs to just be having a moment with a light shining always on Laura Donna Berté for two reasons. Yeah. One, Amazing. the fact that she literally says, I really want to go to Eurovision just because my ex-husband lives in Sweden and I want to bother him. <laughs> I that just want to annoy. I want is, to annoy him. Is Bjorn Borg, by the yes. way? <laughs> Wait for real? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that sounds like something I'd make up. I hate like, my oh, husband. One Swedish of the most guy. famous athletes no. to ever live. I want to yeah. go to Sweden and bother him. <laughs> I love it. I love her. She's she's gonna accidentally win San Remo sometime. I. Yeah. She's I gonna be like ninety four and unable to walk, and it's gonna be just perfect. It'll be incredible. Yeah. She'll go there um, with McEnroe. It'll be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it should also be noted that she was the winner of the Critics Prize, which is called the Mia Martini Award. Um, Mia Martini was her sister. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That was that was her late sister, who also represented um Italy twice at Eurovision in the past, but well beloved mm-hmm. in, in Italian musical circles, uh, and very much missed. But yeah, just a nice, a uh, very cool moment there. And I feel like she maybe have won the Martini Award previously, but um, but yeah, like what a year. Angelina Mango ending up not just winning only the big artist section, but also the orchestra award for best composition and the press room award, the Lucio Dalla award. Like she cleaned up mm-hmm. and her and really, night and really out of nowhere. I mean, this is, this was her first attempt. Mm-hmm. She, she's 22 and just has star power immediately. Yeah. It should be noted, and I'm not sure if you picked up on this, but her duet in on the duets night wasn't really a duet. It was her singing a song backed by and back, being backed by the Rome String Quartet, a song called La Rondine, 
Um, that was originally by her late father. Oh, yes. Yeah. So she sang her heart out to her father's song, uh, who passed away about 10 years ago. He actually passed away during a performance, like on stage. And so it was a very big moment. So when, when, when she came in second on covers night, that was, oh, to to the dude. Yeah. The dude. Yeah. I remember like, and they're counting down and they, they, we see Angelina second. And I think everyone in the room is almost just like, what in the world is ahead of this? Yeah, like w- 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 all the good ones are listed. What what's, what's happening? Left, and then yeah, that, that's something else that I I love and I'm also terrified about when it comes to the San Remo audience. They let you know what they think. Yeah, in a way that they do the I, hand I really, gesture. The, yes, yes. But if they don't like what's going on, they will let you know. It's not just you know polite clap, polite clap. It you know the whistles, the boos, the they they will let you know their thoughts. I honestly felt kind of bad for Jolier because I mean you're just doing your thing, you're doing your best, and it's like oh yeah, I'm doing well. Oh my god, everybody hates it. Yeah, it's not yeah. not not his fault, and that's no. uh, unfortunately kind of the nature of the of the, beast. the business. Yeah, I, how do we feel about Lenoya? Have we have we discussed the song itself? I'm as I'm, I listened to it for the first time, it seems. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a war. It's been a while since I started a war on our on our podcast. Do it as an ignorant American. It sounds very Mediterranean, but more Spanish than Italian. Um, like the, these uh, oh, these you're, touches. You're going to be. I know. I know. Yeah. Oh no, they're gonna. They, yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna nuke Minneapolis. Yeah, for sure. Is Italy a nuclear power? They got any? I don't know. Say what I want. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's a cumbia. It's a, it's a cumbia. So it is yeah. it is Latin inspired. It, it's yeah. Mediterranean is a good word if we're doing one word again, sort of. For sure, it is extremely lively. Um, I've only listened to it the twice, so uh, I will say it's uh it's 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 no man in baggy jinko jean shorts emerging from an egg. That's it's it sure isn't that. Or no shorts again. at all. <laughs> yeah, or none at all. It's an interesting contrast what we have today. We have a very, very standard ballad. We have a cumbia about boredom. And then we have whatever category we want to put Finland in. And this is all <laughs> happening and given to us in one, basically one day. Just one beautiful day. One beautiful day. I love this contest. Yeah. I should also note that so France uh, France did a re-release of, uh, of Sliman's song today on youtube well, I, I saw uh, I that they released the video is it the same is it the same mix is there any changes there? i can't tell if it's the same mix but i will say this maybe it has just been the passage of time but it feels good see this uh this this sliman redo uh maybe it's just an increase in vocal quality just a subtle addition of a of a different backing track that's underneath him uh whatever it is i'm not writing it off like i did the first time Hmm. If there is a change, it is subtle but effective, like a precision CIA coup. I don't know whether uh, laugh, or, laugh or cry at that. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. Uh, I, good job, France. <laughs> you cooed Danny. Can't wait for France to, uh, to, to really go for it with a emotional single person ballad about themselves and then come in, come in second. All right. Who comes in second this year? Is it France or Italy? Who knows? Maybe it's both. Ooh, a tie. Mr. Can't Man. Unlikely to be both. What know. do we have coming up this week? Um, All right. Yeah. So by the time you hear this episode, uh, we have a national final over in Germany that will drop on Friday the 16th. A uh, nice little late Valentine's Day gift for y'all. 
Um, yeah. yeah. And then Super Saturday on the 17th, part three. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got the uh, quadruple header of uh, the Moldovan national final, uh, Etapa Nacionala. Uh, we got Estilal over in Estonia, their final. We got the Dansk Melody Grand Prix in Denmark. Um, we have uh, Eurovisia.lt over in Lithuania. Uh, and we've got semis in Sweden continue. And we have our first semifinal in Iceland. And then, of course, the following week, uh, we get San Marino's week-long process. Basically, that final will be on the 24th, but mm-hmm. it's they've got shows more or less every single day as they just churn through the dozens and dozens and dozens of acts, and as well as announce the names of the big artists that automatically qualify for the national final on the 24th. It's a whole big system. Plus, there's that whole AI song that they're playing with. We'll see. Um, and it's different from the superhero robot song that we... Oh, God. Uh, so anyway. Were, news dropped today. There are multiple songs in San Marino's running that were written by AI. Uh, I don't know how I feel Nuts. about this. I do not feel great about this. Is one of the AIs uh, named Flo Rida, But it's like Flo R-A-I-D-A. <laughs> I don't know. Only Flow one way to find out. AI, duh. I tried. Um, <laughs> the question uh, is, I wait until we finally hear what Musty's song is. I feel like we have had Musty's name longer than any other artist yeah. that, that for this year. And we'll finally get the song. Yep. Great. We will we will hear that on the 20th. Uh, also looking forward to Croatia's process. We get uh, two semifinals during the week. That's on the 22nd and 23rd. Their final will be on the 25th. So it'll be a pretty quick turnaround between the semis and the final. So, oh so by the 25th, by um, by next Sunday, mm-hmm. who will we be waiting on? Oh, a lot. We There are a whole bunch of internal selections that we do not have a ton of information on. Um Let's see. Uh, Otherwise, in terms yet. of... Do we have yeah. Greece? You know? Okay. Yeah, Serbia, they're not going to pick till March. Iceland, their finals in March. Portugal, their finals in March. Uh, San Marino, San Marino. Sweden, of course, <laughs> we, we won't know until until March 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, and then all these, all these internals. They're rolling in. It's coming together, though. It is, it is. It's coming together more quickly than I think people give it credit for. It's usually the case, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's like nothing, Once it nothing, gets nothing, going, nothing suddenly you're inundated and it's hard to remember. Remember two weeks ago when this was already shaping up? Confirmed worst Eurovision ever. By who? <laughs> According to who? The internet, you know. <laughs> they say that every single year. Yes, they do. Ye- and now all of a sudden we've got, we've got... Oh, I mean, they say that, but that uh, are they still okay with "Fly on the Wings of Love" or whatever that song was? Probably. <laughs> What's wrong with "Fly on the Wings of Love," Danny? Uh, it's uh, I don't like it. Ah, well, it's got me there. <laughs> Raise a valid point. Yeah, great. But I think we got over half the songs right now, so I, I, I guess we can do, have a general picture of what the contest is looking like. And I, I, I'm glad that we have a, a beautiful variety of songs that I absolutely hate already, and songs that I really like. So that's good. And then good, of course, good to have. Yeah. The outliers of this box and whisker plot already coming together. And then, of course, there's the obvious question: Do we have a winner yet? I think um, we might. I think we, we heard might. it. Ooh. Do you think we might? Have we now? I, Sam, are you, are you thinking Ukraine or no? I'm n- no, even though I think that could be up there or thereabouts. But there's another song that is. It's going to be divisive, but I think it could do it. It's Windows 95. I have to tell the vibe of everything. Once we have sort of like the collective vibe, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'll finally know what the story of the winner is going to be. I like that. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, 
I am definitely thinking Ukraine might be it. Uh, Sam, are, are you are you willing to divulge the one you're talking about? It's Norway. Ah, I think okay, I think, okay. I think it's divisive enough. But if if sure, stay saying strong, it right now. It could be. It could be again, I could, Danny. I, I, I totally it. see what you're saying. Yeah. You need to see the yeah. entire ecosystem to see who's in what niche. Mm-hmm. You know how the flow is. How the how the how the staging is. Hello, how's the flow? But, hello. <sighs> Or I mean, do we? Who wants to take the over under on one of the one of the big five winning? Oh, I can see Italy doing it. You can. Yeah. I I don't. I I'm not sure it's good enough. I, just, I mean, I haven't listened sure. to the whole thing, but it it jumped up to second in the betting odds as it soon did. as they announced it. Yeah, it and it's good. You know, I got a good track I mean, record, and it'll be up there because it's Italy. Yeah. You I know, mean, I, when they announced Norway, I one of my first thoughts was this could definitely win the televote. I don't know about the jury, though. Mm. I mean, it's it, if I think staging is going to go a long way with that. Mm. And I think yeah. that the staging at MGP was very good and it's only going to be bigger, you know? Yeah. So oh, that would be cool. That would be that would be so cool <laughs> for a for a song like that to win. Oh, man, we shall see. Uh, they could definitely set up a billboard. Yeah, just drive up. It's drive up the highway to to Oslo from Malmo. It's like a seven hour drive. Six six seven. It's like driving from here to Chicago. I know this because I looked into it. <laughs> I, <didn't do> <laughs> I was about oh, to God. say this sounds like something you've done research on. Uh, I it, uh, it's maybe a little too long to do a day trip, but it's you're it's closer to we're gonna have a car and like it's closer to Oslo than I thought. But I don't know. There's, there's so much other that, stuff to do. Too. That that line of conversation is proof that this is an American Eurovision podcast because whenever I mention to my European friends that oh yeah I'm taking a weekend over in Chicago, how long of a drive is that? Seven hours. They think I'm insane. And that's yet, not, like that's an, nothing. An hour long drive is, is I know. a lot for a lot of people that's over in Europe. I drove that, yeah. I drove from Minnesota to Washington DC once. That's about 20 hours. Yeah. Uh I will note I will never I will definitely never do it again. Uh <laughs> that was kind of a stupid idea, but but I did do it. It's it is a thing people do. Uh, do this country is like very big and, and very spread out. Mm-hmm. especially like the farther west you go in particular so like we're right in the middle mm-hmm. and if you're like on the east coast like new york boston those are all fairly close that's yeah, more people are like oh, i'm going to a trip in new york and then i want to see philadelphia it's like okay yeah that's a trip that's fine yeah. but, like, that that's a more you up in JFK, sort of and then you're like how quick does it take to go to disneyland it's like well i regret to inform you uh your vacation will not happen yeah yeah nope country's too big yep. we should our country is too big and i think yeah. that's a good note to end on yes <laughs> <laughs> to let some states secede. Why not? <laughs> we got too much. We have too many much. states. Please eliminate three. All right. Idaho, on that and note, then, uh, and then let's roll the dice. <laughs> yeah. On that note, everybody, uh, you at home, what did you think of San Remo? Uh, what did you think of the songs that we've got so far? Is there any song that's sticking out to you as a potential winner at this point in the game? Let us know. Again, reach out to us on most of the social media outlets that are out there. One two points USA. Email us directly. Twelve points from America at gmail.com. Uh, I guess this will be an ongoing call for your crazy, off the wall, stupid questions. I always like asking asking these to to the three of you guys at the the beginning yeah. of the show. So you at home, let us know if you have any ones. Let us know. Uh, but yeah, I suppose uh, we will catch up again next week. But until then, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. I've been Danny. And America. Stop, Stop listening now. Approximately now. And if Norway now. wins. Stop listening now. Stop listening now. Stop listening now. Stop eating out and uh listening now. <laughs> you don't need both of your kidneys. Mm. Yeah. Wait.